Welcome to this episode of Yabut Speaks. Today, we'll be discussing Asian hate. Hi, um, we're a youth advisor board and we're talking about Asian hate. So, I'm me here and I'm Indian. Hi, my name is TG and I'm black. Hi, my name is Pooja and I'm Nepali. And I'm Michelle and I am white. Alright guys, so um, how might, have you guys seen like Asians getting attacked due to COVID-19 victim blaming? I haven't, but I have seen it in social media mm-hmm. that people were just like bashing on um, Chinese people especially when they were walking and they were getting attacked. Yeah, I mean, just like the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was calling it the China virus, so that's like, the, honestly, like that kind of instigated the entire situation. An- yeah, anti-Asian movement. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing that I've seen, and I go to a school that's 50% Asian, it's a boarding school with um, a large Asian, specifically Chinese population, and a lot of them both, like at the beginning of the pandemic, if they were at home or if they were in America, like a lot of them were dealing with that kind of anti-Asian racist sentiment, which was really hard for, to like just, just even see my friends go through it. I felt really bad for them, so I can't even imagine like going through that firsthand. Uh-huh. So, um, if you were an Asian that was getting like attacked verbally, like put yourself in someone like in, into the victim shoes, what would you say like back to the person that, like, like that's attacking you or like your aggressor? Defend yourself. What would you what would you like say to them like directly? Like, Alright, put it in perspective. Say that I called you like a stinking virus spreader. Oh <laughs> what would you say? Um You racist, you <laughs> I probably wouldn't say anything, honestly, because it first of all it depends what social setting I'm in. But also at the same time, what is me saying like something to you gonna change like nothing although i do think that like yeah you should defend yourself and mm-hmm. if i did say something i would be all right in doing so but like but you're not gonna change that person's mindset most times mm-hmm. me saying like you are racist m- most people are more scared of being called racist than doing racist things and i mm-hmm. think in this instance it would be that reaction it would be like oh my god you called me racist i'm not racist i just know that the virus is from you know what i mean like yeah and i i don't really have the patience for that type of thing so yeah, yeah I it's mean, like just because something originated mm. in like one town in Wuhan, China doesn't mean like the entirety of all of people in Asia. What is it like three three billion people, three billion that, Asians in the world, that. something like that? Like, yes, all three billion of those people were in cahoots to manufacture the virus and yeah. release it. It was like, all part of the like, master plan. What, what, like, what do you think? <laughs> I think, like, okay, so my current school does not have a high, it's like a 2% Asian population that I have never seen in real life, but apparently we have a 2% Asian population. My middle school was, like, majority white and Asian, so, like, that was the population that I saw most, and, like, my friends from middle school, like, I DM them on Instagram or whatever, and around this time, they were facing a lot of, like, people who knew that they had been living in America for this entirety of this time. Like, they hadn't went back to China, they hadn't been back to any... Asian country at the time but like people were like being hyper vigilant around them as if they are more likely to have COVID than like any other American who's been here for the last 10 years but it was just like weird because how are you going to look at someone and then immediately assume that they now have a virus just because that's where the virus originated for real I mean you can't like you straight up can't argue with stupid at this point like 
I don't know, like, I don't know why like think people think that like Asians just like directly want to like spread the virus. It just predict things without thinking. Yeah. They say stuff without thinking either. Uh huh. So how can like society just empower Asians to speak out against like against like racism as a whole, like not just like COVID nineteen stuff, but just like racism. Because, I mean, I feel like with like with the Black Lives Matter movement, I feel like a lot of people like just like kind of sh- like put racism as like just black people or just like one specific like group group that was getting targeted, and you can be you can say whatever you want about all the other races, but like black people you can't like do anything about. So um, how can society like learn to just not not be racist in general to like every race, basically like, Asian included? And that's like a that's a real big question that I don't think we can answer in twenty minutes. But um, yeah, I guess so. I will say, with the uh, Stop Asian Hate movement, which mm-hmm. was smaller than the BLM movement, but still like pretty like it mm-hmm. it, it had its it had its spot in media and it was a very powerful thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean like. Maybe to prevent to get to know big. each other's religion. Yeah. Or. Like educating ourselves about mm-hmm. other people at least. Yeah, and get. And just know each other's religion, yes. race, and embrace it. Mm-hmm. And stop blaming groups for things that they clearly have no control over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think that's like. Uh, a thing that like society tends to do very quickly where if like something is happening and it's affecting a lot of people they yeah. want they want to blame, blame someone mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it's often like a minority group yeah. and in this case mm-hmm. it was asians but like mm-hmm. yeah. i think yeah. i mean in the past it was like there were like the the tipsies and then like the the jews and stuff like it's like the exact same thing here yeah it's so easy for people to just like be faced with an external threat and then just pick an easy group to that they're not a part of yeah to blame for it mm-hmm. when that group has nothing to do with it and in this case modern day yeah they sort of like vilify them mm-hmm. right. yeah and then the um political climate at the time with a certain 45th president calling it the china virus and you know blaming china as a whole for what mm-hmm. was going on that certainly didn't help so when politicians mm-hmm. back up that type of racism you're gonna have a large population blindly follow whatever that person says mm-hmm. and just make the whole thing worse. So as well, politicians, stop letting your base be racist. Please yeah. don't encourage that behavior. Right. Because it's hurting people. Yeah, because they're the one that is encouraging other people to say stuff and make action towards that certain race. And I think like in terms of what people can do, I can't speak like for all of society because um, I'm not all of society, but, like, mm-hmm. at least in, like, schools, like, you know, teachers can help in a way that, like, for example, like, perpetuating stereotypes about Asian people, like, how they all play violin and, like, are good at math and, and can hack people. Like, I don't really understand why that, like, that type of um, discourse is, is, like, so strong in schools, especially schools that don't even have a high Asian population. I think that's the reason why. I think it's because they're not there to represent represent yeah. themselves, so the only mm-hmm. representation they get is the type that's been falsified in media. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, teachers, you can, you can, like, be like, hey, no, that's kind of, like, incorrect. Like, not all Asians are like that. 
And if they are, that's cool, but, like, you don't have to force that stereotype on them every time you see them. I mean, a lot of the times it's, like, it's mainly just a student body, like, say, like, in my case, I'm, like, one of the only South Asians. I'm the only, like, Indian boy in my school, so I don't want to generalize or anything, but, like, I guess, like, all the other, like, all the other students, they would be, like, oh, this guy is, like, this guy is, like, the only, like, the, the only one of his kind or something. Let's go, let's go make fun of him. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, it's just, like, if you, if you put yourself in, like, their shoes, then, like, it's, like, how would you want, like, to be treated about your race? Mm-hmm. And then, as the additional thing with that is, like, at your school, you said, like, 2% Asian population. My school, too. Yeah, your school as well. And, mm-hmm. like, if you're not in a classroom and it's only non-Asian people and they're, like, perpetuating those stereotypes, and there's not even an Asian person in the room to, like, fight back against the stereotypes or say, like, hey, that's incorrect. If there's nobody around to educate, then... How is it ever gonna? It's just gonna be perpetuated because there's nobody to say, "Hey, like, that's incorrect." So, like, teachers need to take it upon themselves to say, "Hey, that's not how that works." So, For educate real. yourself. Yes, yeah, like one versus everyone in that classroom, yeah. which it's gonna be hard to speak yeah. out mm-hmm. because everyone gonna blame it on that one person that is defending themselves. Mm. Right. And it's harder when you are part of the group to defend yourself as well. Because you're not only defending yourself, you're defending your identity, you're defending that group of people, you're representing that group of people to mm-hmm. that group, whoever is, you know, ostracizing you. Mm-hmm. And it's way easier if you are not actively in that group. That's true. So, like, how, how do you guys think that, like, or have you guys, like, seen, like, just all Asians in general, like, just, like, South Asians, like, Vietnamese people, um, Chinese, Japanese, all, like, everyone. Um... Like, have you seen, like, just getting, like, them getting discriminated in general? Like, I mean, just listen to examples, I don't know. I mean, there was a recent, it was, it's not that recent, but uh, during COVID it was recent, it was a lawsuit against Harvard, and it was, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it was basically yeah. uh, Asian students suing yep. Harvard because they were saying, we have all the credentials, you don't want us because you don't want to increase your Asian population, you don't want that, that specific minority, that's not fair, mm-hmm. we've worked hard enough to be here, we earned our place. Um, and I think, like, the idea of, like, Asians and, like, minorities, like, like earning their place in institutions like that has always been, like, a topic of major discourse when it really doesn't need to be. Like, if you if they earn their place, they earn the place. Yeah. But for some reason, because they're not white and Asian, it's a problem. Um, so do you, like, it's the thing about um, do you support, like, just, like, removing, like, all, like, ethnic, um, to one place or like one group? No, 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 like, like you know how like, there's a thing where like you can like like schools like schools don't like, want to like like put some like, like diversity into their applicants. You talk about affirmative, affirmative action? action? Something like I I I don't know. What the, it probably is affirmative action. I just don't know the proper name for it. Um, the thing about affirmative action, I had to do an essay about this <laughs> in in English class, and I had to argue against affirmative action, which like as a black woman would be, which is supposed to be weird because like, oh my God, that's supposed to benefit you, whatever. But Mm -hmm. the thing is like, yes, affirmative action has its benefits, but at the same time, it creates so much controversy around minorities, like minorities in schools, when statistically it benefits one minority the most, and that is white women. Like most, most of the people who get accepted with affirmative action are not people of color. Mm -hmm. But I mean, women are also a minority, so like they fit under that category, but it's just like, I think 
I'm gonna say we, like as people of color, get like a lot of the backlash for that. Like you don't deserve to be here. I've heard it. I had a teacher tell me you only got in because of this, this, and that. Wait, really? Yes. It's it's the same teacher that I'd be talking about every time. But <laughs> um, it's just that is so much pressure and stress for what when you're not even the major group benefiting from it. You know. Oh, yeah. And in in the case of Asians, I think it's like even it's like they they get like hyperfixation of it because there's already that stereotype that they're just like. Innate, like innately smarter than everybody mm-hmm. else and like they're just hyper geniuses and like you know what I mean so yeah. people already have this like animosity towards mm-hmm. them like they want to feel like the underdog but I don't know I, I don't know that I don't have like a full opinion on that because I'm still learning about it mm-hmm. but that's just all of the information I've collected in my 18 years of living mm-hmm. I think like colleges in general like like I'm not speaking like I don't want to speak for them but um I guess like people have the notion that like it was like the Asian population has a notion that colleges um discriminate towards them like like the fact that like colleges don't want Asians to get get benefited from affirmative action or whatever because like there are like they view them as already smart so they want to accept like other people like I think that entire the entire idea is just like dumb and like in that, in that case like affirmative action doesn't work so sometimes it seems like it does more harm than good yeah for real. so that's why like I support like at least like not getting rid of it, but, like, reworking it. Definitely. It definitely needs to be reanalyzed. And, like, but mm-hmm. it, <laughs> I don't think it will be with our current um, legislators. Yeah. But, you know, that would be cool. Uh-huh. And, like, I don't know. Aside from, like, education-wise and, like, just COVID-19-wise, like, have you guys been anywhere else? Or? Oh, this is random. But, um, so, like, you know how people mock people's accents? Yep. So yep. in my school, in my school, I was in junior. I was I wasn't in my class because I had a free period. I was in yeah. another person's class watching juniors do whatever juniors do, and there was a group of like students who weren't doing their work, which doesn't surprise me. And they were sitting like one of them was like, for two days straight. I was there on two different days, A day, B day. They were mocking like a Chinese accent, and I got like quite annoyed by it. And I I like I eventually said like hey like don't do that. And they laughed me off, but they stopped. And then the rest of their friends, like, told them not to do it. But it was, like, normal. The teacher didn't say anything, which I thought was even worse because their teacher was Asian. Their teacher was Asian. And every time she would leave the room, they would do it again. I'm like, how is this, like, in your brain? Like, does this, like... But then if you think about it, if the Asian teacher did something to then, the student, yeah. then they then that would just be feeding either. the fire. I know, that's why yeah. I'm saying in most of these situations, it's easier if you are not part of the minority to say something like yeah. if like I'm not Asian so like if it was less difficult for me to speak out in that situation because it's not my identity that was being attacked mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. my teacher might have had more difficulty with it because she was she has been had, having to deal with that her whole life but like I just thought it was so weird nobody in that class said anything and they were younger they were like juniors and I, I don't know some part of me thinks like oh the younger population is getting a little less discriminatory but that made me feel like it really isn't yeah, yeah. and then one th- um beginning of school year my AP teacher told my class that I guess last year or when they had training for school to get back together again in person one of this one of this teacher told this Chinese teacher that you shouldn't be here because you're the one that caused or because of the race that she was and because she was Chinese that I don't know it was just conflicted. I guess yeah. she was getting bullied by other teachers because she was Chinese and because of the virus too. 
Yeah, that's messed up. It's, like, those are, like, grown adults. That's not even, like, kids doing that. That's mm-hmm. just weird. And then I don't think so the principals or the school did anything either. But yeah, mocking Chinese um, students or Asian students' accents is, like, a big thing at my school as well, which is weird because it's, like, half the school is Asian, so it's weird. But, um, like, sometimes if we're in, I don't know, like, a history class and we're learning about China, like, the teacher will be like, oh, you Chinese student, tell us everything that there is to know about this, as if, like, they're automatically a genius in one thing, where, like, you wouldn't, like, go up to, like, if I, like, I'm of Italian descent, for example, like, you wouldn't, like, come up to me and be like, hey, Michelle, tell me everything there is to know about the history of Italy, like, that's not how, like, stop, and then just if, like, a word comes up in Chinese, like, how do you pronounce, like, the name of, like, the Qing Dynasty or something, and then, like, the second, like, you say a word in Chinese, they'll just start, like, making fun of the accent of how you pronounce it or purposely pronouncing it wrong. I honestly think it's, like, like worse if you get something, like, I didn't didn't mean to interrupt you, but I honestly think it's worse if, like, you get something wrong, like, if they ask you a question about something, and, like, you don't know, but you get it wrong, then then you're really, like, oh, you're not a real, like, you're not a real, like, Asian person, you're not a real, like, person of that race, you know? Yeah. Like, one time, like, it was, like, something, like, our religion class was, we were learning about Hinduism, and they asked me a question, and, like, I had no idea, it was something about, like, Dharma or something, but, um, like, point is, I, I just, my mind sort of blanks. And um, they're like, oh, yo, aren't you this, like, aren't you the religion that we're talking about? But, like, like first off, like... You're not Hindu. I know I am Hindu, but, like, I don't, I, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, like too-too, like, religious myself, so... It's just, like, if, if, you, if you get, like, asked something that, like, you shouldn't feel bad for it, you know? Mm-hmm. People just assume because you're like Like, if you're, like, a religion... To know everything uh-huh. about that race. Yeah, you should have, like, an encyclopedic knowledge. <laughs> when, like, like, say if, like... But say if I ask a white person, like, oh, quote the Bible for me. Like, they, if they don't know, like, I'm, I'm going to be, the, like, the the jerk for, um, like, the jerk for asking them the question or something. I also think, like, um, like, if you are an Asian, and this also kind of transfers to immigrants in general, but, like, if you are an Asian who is, like, newly immigrated here, like, you have, like, you an accent that like everybody else can recognize that you have an accent mm-hmm. and like you're not passable as like a person who grew up in america your treatment is gonna be Way like worse. 16 times worse because yep. i have two teachers who are like that one who is like um kind of like she's been here her whole life you know what i mean she doesn't necessarily have an accent she lived here in massachusetts her whole life and another one who immigrated here and doesn't necessarily know all about like whatever american culture is supposed to be but she like you know what I mean? People treat those two people completely differently because one of them has, like, a proximity to, like, uh, whiteness and, like, norm that they are used to and the other one doesn't. So it's, like, not only discriminatory towards their race, but, like, discriminatory towards their culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you can you can, you can can argue this with, like, when a person brings food into a cafeteria and it's not, like, burgers. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, what, what is that smell? Like, get away. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. People are just very... Um, ignorant and yeah. not willing to not be ignorant i remember the first time i brought like i brought roti shot it's like an indian thing um, but <laughs> it's like it's indian food to uh lunch one day like literally everyone everyone at my table is like yo what is that i'm like bro let me, let me eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah um just being like just being like it's a different race where, um in the group of like 
people that are not like you is so like yeah it's hard to it's express tough. yourself yeah in different <laughs> hard to express yourself and like hard to like make people understand yeah true there was a kid in my middle school i'm not gonna name him but he was indian and he used to come to school with his food and he used to eat his food and it was really good food i know because i got some of it and <laughs> one day we ate it because i didn't have lunch and he was a really nice person but like people used to make fun of him constantly because you know how like there's like the stereotype that like indians smell like something yep i'm sure you know right and yes. every person and you know it's crazy we were on a robotics team yeah. and everyone for the most part it was like uh, the majority of the robotics team was like indian asian mm -hmm. like different types of minority and then it was just like three white people there but every single person every single one of them made fun of this person i almost the said white his people name. the white people made fun because you know the other asians weren't as willing to like speak to, to say that because like yeah. they themselves are asian and or like you know different they, they were like chinese taiwanese mm -hmm. etc you know so they weren't as willing because that same stereotype has been used against them mm -hmm. but these three people like overpoweringly were able to make this person like uncomfortable with the way he smells and mm -hmm. he like started wearing cologne and i'm like and the only reason i knew him for like three years and i noticed that change and i was like you don't smell like anything they're just being idiots like yeah, yeah. i actually heard this rumor that like hotels do that like hotels like they uh, grouped all the indian like the indian um uh, I guess like guests into one like one area because like they apparently the hotels think that like they tend to smell like and that overpowers like the overpowers the corridor the corridors or something oh I, my god like, wow. I don't know if it's just a rumor or like if it's actually true but wouldn't be surprised I've never heard that but I wouldn't put it past I'll them. look it up later but yeah. <laughs> that's crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, you can check out our other podcast episodes, our YouTube channel, Hampton District Attorney, or our Instagram, at HamptonDA.